The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Good morning and welcome to the Source of Truth podcast on this Wednesday morning. And we're glad you're with us this morning as we take a few minutes in God's Word uh, to examine the Scriptures. If you're following along in Scripture, we're in Psalm 148 this morning. And uh, we will work through 48, 49, and 50. And then we will be done. And uh, we're going to start after this. Uh, We're going to go to the book of Ecclesiastes. I've been examining different books that we haven't gone through either here in this devotional or recently uh, in our church, and uh, this is one of the ones in my mind, and so we're going to take some time and evaluate the book of Ecclesiastes, and I also like to move back and forth. Uh, we've done some New Testament. I think the Old Testament's intriguing. Uh, the book of Ecclesiastes from the mind of Solomon is a phenomenal one. I think it can, it can be very fitting uh, to today. is very relevant to it, so I hope that'll be encouragement. So we're going to start that up here in just a couple of days. So uh, we're going to work on Psalm 148 today, and then as we get done with these next three chapters, we'll jump into Ecclesiastes. Psalm 148, what we see here in this passage is we see, uh, again, another exhortation to praise God. Uh, and he's going to go through. And this one is unique. It's not necessarily as much why we see a whole list of created beings that have been asked to praise God from animals to what God has created. All was created for the purpose of praising him. And uh, so again, we'll start with just a simple question as to why God, God finds praise so important, why he finds worship so important. Um, Well, first of all, we don't really have to fully understand why God finds it so important for it to be important. Simply, see, I think we got to be careful for us to think we have to understand something to do it shows that we still are in control. True submission says God has asked us to praise. God has asked us to worship. So therefore, we should do it. We should go to church. We should worship. We should do what God has asked us to do. One, because he is God. Two, because he's created us. And so he knows what we need. He's created us with the inborn need of a God and therefore worship. The other thing we see, and I can if you want to say some reasons why, I, I can honestly, I look at this and I think to myself, one of the great reasons that we can look at this and see praise as important is because it, it constantly reminds us of a couple of things. One, of the greatness of God. The more we lift him up, we talked about this yesterday, the more we lift him up, the more we exalt him, the more we see his greatness, his power, his majesty, his love for us. And that praise lifts him up, gives us hope in him, and then helps us in whatever it is we're facing that day. But I think second of all, in a level of humility, it also places us constantly back underneath him. The world is constantly in the humanistic realm, in this postmodern, post-Christian realm, constantly trying to say that man is important, man is higher, man is as high as God, that they are, they are their own God. It is so wrong, it is so sinful, but it is the thinking of today. And so praise constantly, on a daily basis, and a weekly basis, places us back at the throne of the throne of God, back at the, uh, the feet of Jesus, where one, we need to be because it's an awesome place to be, but two, it's a great reminder that God is supreme, God is superior, God is sovereign, and when we go there, one, we're allowed to be in his presence, which in itself should grab our attention, but two, uh, it's a constant reminder that we are not superior. We are subordinate to an almighty God, and some would say, well, that's horrible. You know, God is, it's not, it's a wonderful thing because we're subordinate to a loving gracious, merciful, and helpful God that loves us personally. 
And when you understand who God is in a personal nature, well, the rest of it becomes that much more simplistic to be able to follow. So let's take the next couple of minutes and break down these verses as, as God, uh, as David, through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, has been, play, has been told different aspects of what God expected or desired in the area of worship. So Psalm 148, verse 1, Praise ye the Lord, praise ye the Lord from the heavens, praise him in the heights. So he starts off. Very specifically with the command, all wherever we are, heavens, heights, everywhere, wherever we are, we should be praising the Lord. Verse 2, praise ye him, all his angels, praise ye him, all his hosts. So he starts with the angelic beings. He starts with those in heaven, and he, he tells them they should be praising him. We know that, if you know a thing about the angels, there's the cherubims, the seraphims, there's some who are just there for the purpose of worship, but the whole whole of heaven will be worshiping. One day we'll do this. This is sometimes where we get the idea that, you know, when, when we get to heaven, all we're going to do is have a church service all day long. Well, that's, that's not exactly the way it's going to be. But the fact is, we will be able to praise him in person anytime we want. And, and it's a powerful, wonderful truth. Verse number three, praise ye him, sun, moon, and praise ye sun and moon, praise him, all ye stars of the light. See, God created this, we mentioned yesterday, but he created it to praise him. And while we look at them and we see them as inanimate beings, these are things, planets that God has created for the purpose. When we look at him, we look at the sun, moon, and stars, we look at our galaxy, and you know, the world wants to get answers from life from the galaxy, but what, what the galaxies do is they worship God, and they do. They kind of give us answers to light. They point us to Almighty God who created them, and that's where we find our answers to life. Verse number four, praise him, ye heavens of heavens, and ye waters that be above the heavens, as he describes but of the firmament and the creation aspect. Continue to praise part of creation. Verse number five, let them praise the name of the Lord, for he commanded and they were created. So he concludes this thought in verse five with the idea of these are his creation. And he created them by his own command. They were there. And now he commands them to praise him, to be that, that voice, that, that recognition of Almighty God. As people look and they see the beauty of creation, it points to Almighty God. And we should recognize that as the beauty, as a reminder that the world, this is one of the reasons why the world screams about evolution has to be the answer. Because every part of us knows logically it's easier to believe in an Almighty God creating earth than it is to believe that the amazement of this universe just happened. It's just a freak accident, and we know that's not possible. It actually takes more faith to believe that, and science still can't even prove it. But the fact is, as long as we believe that we are just an accident, none of this is real, then we are no longer accountable to an almighty God. Because if we believe in what many call intelligent design, that there was somebody who designed this and designed us, logic states we are accountable to that creator, and the world doesn't want that. So I think evolution is believed less because it's believable, because it really is not. And evolution is believed because they don't want to believe that God God created them and that they're accountable to him because evolution dictate or excuse me creation God creating us dictates truth and so that's why the world fights evolution so much so much verse number six he hath also established them forever and ever he hath made a decree which shall not pass Praise the Lord from the earth, ye dragons in all the, de in all the depths. Now, wait a minute. Where are the dragons, what are we talking about here? Simply what we're saying. We really can't. It would be foolish for us to try to figure out exactly which creatures he's speaking of. But simply stating that in the depths of the sea, in places that we cannot go, there are going to be creatures that we do not know. Creatures that we just have not identified. And it's just part of the beauty of creation. And so he said, even the creatures that we are unaware of, they should be still. He, he's, he's created them and should be praising them. Verse 8, 
Uh, fire and hail, snow and vapor, stormy wind, fulfilling his word, mountains and all hills, fruitful trees and all cedars, beasts and all the cattle, creeping things and flying fowls. So he talks about more of the creation again, that they will, that they're obeying him. They, they, you know, the, the, all of the, the natural storms and things of that nature are God created for all kinds of different purposes. But I think of rain and snow, things of that nature to replenish the earth. And so we can continue to see not only did they do what God created them to do, we can see God's beauty and design in all of it. Verse 11, kings of the earth and all the people, princes and all the judges of the earth, both young men and maidens, old men and children, let them praise the name of the Lord for, the name, uh, for his name alone is excellent. His glory is above the earth and heaven. Now, there's a lot of kings a lot of presidents, a lot of people in government authority who we could sit back and say, I don't think they'll ever even, most of them don't even acknowledge God exists. They have some kind of twisted religious view, but they don't know God. And the first thing we should do is pray for them. Pray that God would call upon them and they, God would convict them and he'd recognize it. Pray that they would realize that they need God, not religion. That they need God who will change their lives. And, and not just so we can get a better political platform, but because they do need that. And God has placed them in authority. But at some point we know the Bible says every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. So we know there's going to come a time no matter what position these people hold now, they will bow before Almighty God voluntarily because he will, Jesus will point himself out as the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. We, but that's the command. Not everybody's going to do it, and that's fine. But that is the command. That is the way it should be. Let's finish, finish the last couple of verses. He, verse 14, he also exalted the horn of his people, the praise of all of his saints, even of the children of Israel, a people near unto him, praises the Lord. He lifts Zion. He lifts Israel to a place uh, that it should be his chosen people. Therefore, they should praise him. So he, he basically just gives a bunch of different things that he has created and he has um, perfected to praise. That is the reason for them. We look at everything God has given around us. What a wonderful thing to see. It's the beauty that what God has given us. And the reminder that God is there, God is real, and God created all of this. And that God loves us and hope we understand, hope we grab that. So praise is what he's asked for us. Praise is what we're created to do. And when we do it, it'll completely change our heart and give us a humble, encouraged mind that recognizes God and that walks with God. Well, I hope that's an encouragement. I hope that's a good reminder of what God's asked us to do. Maybe we'll take some time today, just a few minutes, to praise God for who he is and all he's done for us. Well, I appreciate you taking time to join us on this Wednesday. Uh, we invite you to join us for church tonight. Uh, we have an on, um, in-person Bible study in our auditorium. It starts at 7 o'clock. Uh, we're continuing through the parables of Jesus Christ. And then uh, we have a youth group and kids club at the same time. If you can't make it here and you want to join us, you can watch us on our website at bensalembaptist.org or our YouTube channel, Facebook page. Uh, but we invite you to join us, either one of those. We look forward to having you join us in worship again tonight. Look, thank you again for joining us today. We look forward to seeing you again tomorrow.